Welcome to Flashback Tracks. Travel back in time each Friday to an era of big hair, leg warmers, and Walkmans. Far out. Veg out with some clips from Downtime Broadcasting's promotional audio cassette magazine from the 80s and 90s, right here on the World Wide Web. The following article entitled There's Nothing Run-of-the-Mill About This Firm's Mailings by Fred Pfaff is reprised with permission of Adweek magazine. It was one of the more formidable business challenges that Russell Irving had ever faced. As vice president for group pension funds of the Phoenix Mutual Life Insurance Company in Hartford, Connecticut, Irving was charged with finding new customers for the company's pension management business. It generally takes two years or more to land new accounts, and Irving was concerned that his salesmen would have trouble getting in to see executives deluged with direct mail and phone messages from competitors. So Irving decided to hire the Blue Chip Marketing Group Incorporated of Stamford, Connecticut, an agency that specializes in reaching top executives with exceptionally creative upscale gifts and presentations. Blue Chip helped Irving identify and send two mailings to 300 prospects Phoenix salespeople weren't reaching by phone. Each potential client received a box containing his or her nickname carved in wood and a page of copy about Phoenix. Here's one way to make a name for yourself, read the bold type, and here's another. Ten days later, each recipient received a box containing a bellhop bell and a message about Phoenix's Hop 2 service. Within six months, Irving's sales force had seen 100 prospects. We had people calling us before we had a chance to call them, Irving says. He's particularly pleased about the response Phoenix received from the Hartmarks Corp. in Chicago. Hartmarks executives had never met a Phoenix rep and were about to hire another pension fund manager when the Phoenix mailing arrived. Phoenix got a call, made a pitch, and in mid-November got $10 million in Hartmarks pension fund money to manage. We could tell Phoenix didn't take itself too seriously, and we liked that, says one Hartmarks executive. Blue Chip President James Hoverman and Executive Vice President and Creative Director Nancy Lee Gallagher call this approach dimensional marketing, a term they trademarked when they founded the Blue Chip Marketing Group in 1982. The two had recognized a niche in sales support after they helped double ad pages while working for Progressive Architecture magazine. By sending advertisers top executives packages, they reacted to and remembered. After a host of calls from marketers who wondered whether the service was for hire, the two decided to go into business for themselves. The company reported sales of about $6 million last year. Since then, Blue Chip found that concentrating on corner office executives is a timely strategy during a period of downsizing for many U.S. corporations over the past decade. Mergers and acquisitions have put a tremendous amount of buying power in the hands of a relatively few top executives, maybe 100 to 400, Hoverman says. No company can afford to ignore them and expect to survive in the marketplace. Most top executives don't have the time to keep up with the myriad specialized publications their employees read, and executive secretaries screen most of their direct mail. Blue Chip's response is a box or a package that the boss won't want to miss. Many of Blue Chip's mailings make handsome mementos, and recipients have been known to stay on the lookout for more. That's what happened when paper manufacturer Champion International commissioned a four-part mailing to reassure key customers of the St. Regis paper operations it bought in 1985. Each mailing contained a wooden train car, along with some description of Champion's commitment to the industry and to its clients. When one Champion executive suggested at a sales meeting last winter that Champion stop the Blue Chip mailings, the salespeople booed. 
Since the mailpiece is just an icebreaker for the real sales call, Hoberman staff pays special attention to educating a client sales force on the effort. Hoberman leads sales force seminars on each program, then supplies the staffs with videotapes of the sessions that answer questions that may develop out in the field. No matter how sophisticated business gets, Hoverman says, people still do business with people they want to do business with. We think we're bringing about a resurgence of that. Travel back in time with us next Friday as we share more clips from the 80s and 90s on another rad episode of Flashback Tracks, exclusively on Promo Corner. Time to bounce.